Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 110 from the Game New Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Rob Garcia, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Rolone. If you guys are new to the show, we are the podcast that brings you the latest gaming news and have profound discussions about the said gaming news. Kelvin, it's been a while. I've been on vacation for a bit. You were holding it down for a while here. Uh, what's up? I'm pretty excited to be back. I don't know why. I am very excited for you to be back, man. Thank you. Like you, you brought back the 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 swag. Now you know what I mean. Like we're back. The, the gaming duel is back. Like you know what I, like I mean. That. Um, thank you to Nick for holding it yes. down with me last week. That was fantastic. I just want to give a shout out to him real quick because that was a great episode. And yeah, man, like it was great to have him on the show. But I'm glad you're back, Rob. I'm glad you're back. Yeah. No, Nick. Uh, again. Uh, Friday Night Gamecast, man, thank you just like for lending us one of your hosts, because I know there's two of you, um, to, to, to co-host on our show, you know. Uh, I, I listened to your episode. You guys are awesome. You're great. You guys had some good discussions. Uh, if you guys want to listen to that episode with Nick and Kelvin, go to episode 109, episode before this one, and uh, leave a review on it. Or you can go to our socials and you can see small little clips of the pot of the episodes that we did and check them out. It's pretty cool. Exactly. Well, uh, before we start getting into gaming news and stuff about, you know, just, just Last of Us and all, before we get into that, I did go to Puerto Rico last week, guys. Tell and us. I want to tell you guys all about it. First off, do you have any questions for me, Kevin, about my trip? Like, you've been to Puerto Rico a bunch of times, so. Yeah, so I guess you stayed around San Juan, old yes. San Juan area, yes. right? Um, I guess what did you eat i'm really interested in what you ate like did you go to some of the restaurants we we recommended or like what did you do so you're gonna get a little upset with me oh but god dude i don't think we got a ton of like authentic puerto rican food which i which get it because you're in san juan yeah there's a lot of like like restaurant you know what i mean like mm -hmm. the new age restaurants and stuff like that so yes there were a lot of restaurants but i feel like a lot of them weren't true authentic like moms in the back cooking up like moms in the back <laughs> yeah we did go to like a cool brunch place that had like mm -hmm. puerto rican style breakfast which was good but okay um yeah it was uh it was awesome. We went to a, a diner. It's called Calzalta. It's uh, Barack Obama ate there. That was like their big claim to fame. Was, do you remember that? I think I, I remember. Yeah, I think I remember that place. Yeah. That, we sound, that rings a bell. That rings a bell. Yeah. Um, food was great. Uh, travel was really cheap. Uh, the did beach was have, excellent. Did you have breakfast and like in like little, little hole in the wall areas and had like the sandwich? Like the pan con queso? No, I did not. Wow. I did not have that. Yeah, I did not have wow. any of the hole the wall stuff. But I, but I will say, I had a lot of coffee, coffee con leche. So, but it was like I a lot of lattes. It. Like they did a lot of lattes, mm -hmm. which is like the new thing. But, um, yeah, Puerto Rico is awesome. I, if you guys want to go, I highly recommend it. Stay in San Juan. Old San Juan's dope. It's not wasn't terribly expensive. Um, everything was pretty okay. Price wasn't overly crazy. I will say the one thing that I was disappointed in was. The amount of Spanish that was that wasn't spoken. I mean, again, yeah, you, you kind of sit in the most touristy spot of Puerto Rico, right? And so, if you wanted that authentic authenticity, you should have branched out a little bit more just to kind of see what Puerto Rico is really all about. Because it's kind of similar to like when I went to Jamaica. Like I, we only stayed in the Jamaica. resort, and we we ventured out just a little bit. 
but that resort like you don't get what you don't get the full exposure of where you're at when you're at a resort or when you're like in a very touristy spot like how you did you you kind right. of just see what they want you to see sort of you know what i mean exactly and and that's kind of how it felt it's just like everyone we spoke to spoke english like there wasn't really a lot of spanish but um if it felt different enough to feel like i wasn't like in the u.s you're on vacation yeah yeah, yeah exactly i felt but the beaches are excellent the water was perfect we saw oh, a sea yeah. turtle like it oh, was dope i i think we should we should try to plan a trip together to go to puerto rico like you know maybe maybe us and in, in the in the in the and the ladies with us and maybe just try to like venture out a little bit just so, so you can see how Puerto yeah Rico is, like again know? everything's like a two-hour like to get most islands like a two-hour drive so mm -hmm. it's not a big island um but yeah that was that was my trip it was, it was excellent it was much needed time off it was the weather was awesome it was 80 degrees yeah, the whole dude. way yeah, so it's great no rain a little bit here and there but wasn't really oh oh i got a bone oh. to pick with you me okay yeah let's have it yeah puerto ricans in general so oh, I'm like, so I Calling go into Puerto Rico and I think like the Koki frog is like this mystical thing. Like, it's just like the pride and joy of Puerto Rico. Just like, I always, I always saw it on like, you know, that they, they, they like have it on their, like people just had stickers of it, like little plushies. Yeah, tattoos. Yeah, yeah. 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 The frog. And I'm like, oh, it must be like a really special frog. It must be really rare. I thought it was a rare frog. Like you just find a jungle. No, no. It's just it's the everywhere, dude. It is everywhere at night. Forget about it. We would literally would go to bed. I used to hear the, the, the whole time. And I'm like, that's why they call it the cookie it's frog. It's soothing. For me, it's soothing. I'm like, mm. ah, I like the, I like that noise. Like, it's just like relaxing. I know I'm on vacation. I know I'm in Puerto Rico. Like, it just feels relaxing to me. It was, there's a running joke me and Jess had because instead of saying cookie, they sounded like they were saying cookie. They're like cookie, cookie, cookie. cookie. So every time we would like look at each other, be like cookie. <laughs> So, yep, yep, yep. uh, I, a little more, a little annoying on the annoying side for me, at least like when I was trying to go. Sure. To bed, sure. But. If you're not exposed to it, which I mean, I'm not saying I am exposed to it, but like, it's just one of those things where I've, I've heard enough. I've seen enough. I've, yeah. I've been there enough to be like, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm cool with this. But now I know why they call it the cookie frog. Cause it's like okay. a Pokemon. <laughs> literally it could be its own Pokemon. Really? Honestly, literally. I'm surprised I haven't made one from the cookie. Maybe. Anyways. I mean, maybe let you you know, but it's Kelvin. Uh, let's stop about Puerto Rico. That's in the past. Now we're in the frozen tundra. It's gonna have. We're gonna have a giant snowstorm coming this weekend. Um, what are you? Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. We're having a giant snowstorm uh, Friday. Oh my! We just yeah. Had it doesn't stop, bro. Welcome to Northeast. Jesus. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whatever. What are you gonna do? It says rain to me, but for me, but all right. All right. I don't know. Maybe you get rain, but we got we got twelve inches of snow coming up. Apparently. So. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. You have a shovel. You don't have anything else to. I just have a shovel. I don't have a lot of property, so it's fine. I don't know, man. You, I saw. I looked back at the picture you sent me when you got back to, from Puerto Rico. It's not a lot, but it's wide. Like you have a wide driveway, a, a wide enough driveway, I should say. I don't no, know. Good it's, luck. It's, it's not bad. It's, I, you got to remember, I used to shovel my parents' driveway and had that big, long driveway. Oh. So I'm like, this is no, this is easy. This is That's nothing. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. So, um, but we're going to be caught, you know, being cozy, playing our games. Um, what are you playing, Kelvin, right now? Um, a little disappointing. Um, I haven't been playing okay. much. Still okay. been playing that's, Metroid that's okay. Prime. 
and I'm almost done with it. I'm so close to finishing that game. I can feel it. I have like almost all the power ups and I'm, I'm ready to, to finish that game. I think it's, it's again, I, I can't rave about that game enough. I think it's a phenomenal game, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. I haven't been playing too, too, too much. What about you? I, I, I took it upon myself to beat Pokemon Violet finally when I was on my trip. Again, love trips because it's the perfect time to just take my Switch and just mm. bust out some games. Uh, so I beat Violet, which great game. Like I said, not my favorite Pokemon game in the world, but still pretty solid. I'm, I'm glad I beat it um, right. and worked out because I actually we got the news coming up. Actually, it talks about Pokemon. So, yeah. Um, and then League of Legends here and there. I'm kind of like in a weird spot right now where I don't know what to play. I mm. like kind of be Pokemon and I'm like, I have Hogwarts Legacy. There's a bunch of Game Pass games that I can play. Like Atomic Heart came just came out, which I want to try right. that out. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's weird. We I'm talked about like, it last week and the reviews are are, are, are kind of uh, okay. They're not that great. Um. But definitely, we should you know check it out to see how it is because although you know you can say whatever you can whatever you want to say about that game, but it looks gorgeous. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, it hundred percent does. Like I am a huge fan of um of like the way that what they're trying to do. It it made it feel like it was almost like a like a Bioshock. It kind of felt like yes, yes. So uh, yeah, I'm I am a little bit of a rut, but I think. As soon as like Resident Evil comes out, I'll get back into it. Maybe that snow is what I need to just like, but hunker down and just like play some Hogwarts Legacy, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, enough about what we're playing. Last of Us Ooh. episode. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! We we're going to talk about Last of Us episode seven recap. So we are. There's only two episodes left. What did you think of this episode? This was a much needed episode, I okay. think. However, it wasn't my favorite episode. Um, it, 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 and not for any bad reasons. I think it was a great episode in itself. I just feel okay. like it stops the, the 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 big push that they were trying to do with episode six, right? With what happened to Joel. And yes. it kind of just like freezes things and it kind of takes you back a little bit in time. And you're, you're it just kind of throws off the, the, um, what's the, what's the word I'm trying to say? It, it just kind of the flow, momentum. I guess the momentum, the flow, it, it kind of like kills it off for a little bit. And it takes you back a little bit to like, just see how Ellie was and, you know, before everything happened before, you know, her meeting Joe and all that stuff. And yeah, it, it, it was good. I just didn't, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a DLC for a reason because it's kind of like it, it takes away from the momentum that the game and the show is trying to kind of push at that time. And so would I have put it somewhere else? Probably not. Maybe this is the perfect time to put it. And I and I know what they were trying to do, what they were trying to signify in this episode, right? Because Ellie mm-hmm. um, was about to leave. Like Joel was telling her like, you know, leave without me, continue on. I'm basically going to die, right? And for her to have that like quick second, like, you know, before she opens the door, then kind of bringing us back to the past, it, it kind of signifies like, hey, um, Riley didn't give up on me when when this when we got bit technically. Right. And so she, th- I, I'm not going to give up on Joel is basically what, what, I, what I got from that episode. And so, again, much needed episode, but I don't know, it just kind of kills the momentum, I feel like sometimes. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting watching it with with Jess, my my girlfriend, 
um, because she has never played the game. So I know what's ha- I know what's happening. She doesn't. So mm-hmm. having her opinion is actually pretty valuable to me. It's like, what did you think? Yeah. So she thought that this episode was kind of the weak, one of the weaker episodes compared right. to all the other ones. Because again, maybe it was just like, you kind of know what's going to happen. Like as soon as you saw the, um, the clicker just like sitting down, like they're going to get bit. This is how Ellie get bit. Like it was pretty, you knew what was going to happen. So right, at right. first she was confused. Like, wait, is this a flashback? And I'm like, yeah, it's a flashback. But yeah. interesting that they included left behind with the DLC in the, the show. Like they didn't have to do that. Right. Because we that knew po- that was happening, right? Based off of the trailers, like we saw Riley in the trailers, so we yeah, knew yeah, that yeah. that was going to be the case. Yeah. But yes, you're right. Interesting that they did that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I thought it was again, it was an. I don't know if the episode was needed per se. Really? Because we 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 knew, we knew what happened to Ellie. Like we knew she just got bit. Um, maybe that's because I already played the game and I knew I knew it's how she got bit. Like that's how she got the thing. So maybe it was more con for more context of other people that haven't played the game. A hundred percent. I think that's what it was, right? I mean, yeah. you don't know her backstory. And now in this episode, you get to see who Ellie is as a person who the, I mean, just last episode, she's like the, 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 you know, monumental scene where she's like, I've lost people too. You know, you don't know who that is up until this know. point, you, now you know who she's lost. And now you kind of get a feeling of like, Oh man, like she had um, a, a, a very special bond with this person and, and and it was taken away with her as well. So she and Joe are a lot similar than he thinks. Um, I was going to ask you, but do you remember in the game, in the DLC, if they showed um, her dying in the game? Yeah. They did show it, right? They showed yeah. her they actually turning to a clicker. Yeah. Okay. I was a little, I was, I wasn't, I didn't remember. I was like, did, did that actually happen? Did they show in the game? Did you have to you end up having killer and stuff like that? Like, yeah, they showed, they showed her transform. Um, I think you do kill her as well. I don't know if you do it yourself or, you know, it's cutscene, but it's, a, I'm a little, I was a little bummed too that they didn't show that here. They just kind of like expected you to, to know that that's what happened. Um, but regardless of that, everything was kind of almost one to one as far as like what happened in the in the episode. The masks, so, the clown masks, mask was like the same mask one, as in the game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. so it was great. It was great. I just I, I feel you and I feel Jess for not like necessarily wanting this again. If this was something that happened maybe a little bit earlier on, they could have put this almost anywhere. I feel like, and it could have still made the same impact. Um, I just, I just want to like, if for someone like, let's say if I had never played the game, I want to know what's going on with Joel. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know what that dynamic is looking like because Joel is dying. Ellie's like scrambling to find meds, like what's happening. And, and the fact that you have to wait now two weeks, right. For, to see something is yeah, like kind of a bummer. Yeah. That's true. You want to like progress. With story. I think it's especially for people that played the game that like, you're like, all right, I know this. I know again, spoilers, he doesn't die here. Like. He's, right. he's gonna be fine like that's just like he's gonna die he's gonna die he's gonna die. i'm like she literally asked me she's like is he going to die like right. i was just like no he's not gonna die like, <laughs> and, the, and the thing is in the game right the, the dlc right they left behind they made it they did it so perfect where this is that you you understand what happens in the midst of J, uh ellie trying to uh help joel right so in the because we don't really know what, what that, in that looks part. like what happens but yeah. because of that uh dlc we kind of understand what happened yeah it doesn't translate that well in the show because again that that like because you're physically playing so 
you're still in that you're still attached to the game but now you're watching something and it kind of brings the whole mood down you're like i just want to know what happens to joel like you know so yeah yeah overall i uh, still great episode still awesome piece of television i think though probably probably one of the weaker episodes of this of the series Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. just based on momentum wise like exactly yeah for us but um next episode should be interesting i think troy baker's in it it is yeah he is definitely very cool interesting yeah i've never actually seen him act before like actually be an actor in right so that'll be interesting to see for sure so enough about the last of us kill let's get into some rapid fire news um real quick here uh final fantasy 16 is going to have a pc port right we all knew that but it's not going to be ready till way after six months of so of it being exclusive to ps5 so basically if you want to play this game for pc it's gonna be a minute (laughs) it's gonna be a minute yeah um i want to stop you right there because i like this in a sense and i know you like that Yes, because if you read the report, if you read the the article, um, I forget the name of of, of the of the Final Fantasy developer. I'm just drawing blank right now, but I like Square that Enix? he. You yes, mean, you mean the, the guy? You mean yeah, the yeah, guy? Okay. Yeah. Um, he explains why this is happening. He he's very upfront, and he's like, "Hey, this is why we're not doing it." And 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 basically, what it comes down to, they wanted to focus on the PS5 and just make sure that the PS5 version is optimized to the fullest potential, right? And they're like, and then afterwards we can work on the the PC version, but we want to focus on the PS5 version because we don't want to like, you know, put too many eggs in one basket and then like kind of like spread Working ourselves Working on thin. two different versions of the game at the same time. And then that's taking resource off yes. of the, the, you know, the developers to do, yes. you know, the, 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 the bodies. So definitely smart choice. Um, it's, it's typically what happens, right? It's like with, with console exclusives, you, you got to wait a while for PC. And, and when the PC ports do come, they are mm-hmm. usually pretty good. Yes. At least for Sony. And I, I just love the transparency there. So kudos to, to Square Enix team. Yeah, and then last thing on the rapid fire news is we have a LeBron themed uh, PS5 accessory. So we got LeBron themed plates, like PS5 plates are black, and they have just like I don't even know what how to explain this thing, man. It's just like graffiti on it or something, or like just like text. it's like graffiti. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's it's cool. I guess. I mean, it's not really that cool. It's not that great. Yeah, um, yeah. General reception, but public has. Not really quiet. like the design of quiet, this. Quiet, dude. Quiet. I have not heard a peep about that. If you look at, like, I think it was Wario64 that uh, that tweeted it. He, like, showed it. Like, this is available. This is coming or it is available. And people were like, wow. Cool. That's not that great. Okay. Yeah. Like, anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, if you guys want that, go get it. It's actually the, the controller says... Uh, something about peace and prosperity. I forget exactly what the controller said. What does it say? I don't know if you can pull an image of it, but... Yeah, I could probably look at it right now. It says, um, nothing is given, everything is earned on the uh, touchpad. I mean, that's a great quote, I guess, but... I'm not trying to see that. I'm not trying to see that while I'm playing a game. You know I mean? yeah, um, yeah, I'm not looking at my controller when I'm playing a game. I'm not looking at my controller. I'm looking at the screen. That's so. fair. That's fair. Um, yep, that's it for the rapid fire. Are you going to pull it up? Yeah, yeah, pull it up here. Uh, real quick, if I could... Where am I? Oh, okay. All right. Boom. Um, here it is. And, I mean, it looks... Like, it's just, look, look the controller looks fine, I guess, but, like, it's just weird. So, the, it's a separate PS5 controller you, you purchase, and then it's just the, the plates, right, that you get for the PS5, I think? Yes. Yep. Okay. 
Interesting. At least they didn't make it into a like a PS5 like LeBron edition. Like they actually sure made sure it. like use his face on the on the. Yeah, well, yeah, I just feel like it would have been like a waste to like make like we don't we don't have a special edition of the PS5 yet. Right. So to have this one be the first one, you'd be like, uh, design. Would have been cool if it like did like something space jammy. That would have been cool. But that would have been cool. See, come on, big brain, big brains big, here. Big, big, big brain, yeah. So uh, that's it for the rapid fire news. Let's get into the actual big headlines. The the mm. meat, you know. First news we have is Elden Ring is getting its first DLC. Let's you go. tweeted this and yes. you said you just cry you just put crying face you just like cry you're just like oh my life i'm gonna have no life i mean to for you i want to know what what your thoughts about this are i mean we'll, we'll, we'll get to it in a bit but we're going back man eldering <laughs> i people like were commenting saying that they're gonna like play Elden Ring right now and just like start oh a new game God, to just get stop. ready. Yeah, just and it's just like this. this thing we won't get this thing for like another year. Like it's gonna be a minute. Uh, announced via tweet on February 28th from Software revealed that Elden Ring first DLC is named Shadow of the Earth Tree. It's currently in development. All we got was that information and an image. There's no re no release date. There's no pricing. We have no idea what it's gonna be about. All, that's all they gave us. Mm -hmm. So based on this very, very limited information, Kelvin, what do you think is, um, is when is it going to come out? When it's going to, how much it's going to be? So let, let's hit some points here. Actually, I like to like Andy right here below this tweet. He says time for uh Milliken or basically we did get a little information or at least someone said that there is confirmation that, we're going to be, it's more about Milica, which is, I think, the sister or brother sister. of uh, Melania. Melania, um, yeah. So we will actually get to see that boss and that person. Oh, my God, dude. So, yeah. 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 There's so much to talk about this because I think this is going to explode. I think this is one of, uh, this is one of those expansions, right, that, people are going to kind of take it as like the full game like the like, and i think from software is also going to treat it as a full-fledged game in a sense right like how a mini, big like do you think this is going to be well we gotta look at the map because you're gonna you're gonna be able to access it via the world in right. in elden ring right so is it going to be like just a portal that takes you to there and it's just a different side of the map or is it mm -hmm. actually in the map or is it a, a different section? Are you, are you going to a different land? Um, it says shadow of the Ur tree. So I'd imagine if you're looking at the map, the Ur trees in the middle of the map, right? right. It's somewhere in the shadow of it, right? Sure. I, would, I would imagine. So I, I, I'm excited. Like my, as soon as I was like, Ah, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's almost like a game release. It's weird. Like that's, the, that's like, what I'm saying. Like this is going to be treated as another full game release, right? And so not reading into too much of their tweet, but they 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 specifically said expansion, right? If I'm if I'm reading it correctly. They yeah, say expansion. It's an expansion. It's it's a DLC, a traditional DLC. Cuz to me DLC sounds like smaller right it, it sounds like yes this is going to be dlc but expansion to me sounds like a new world a new like 
part of the map i think you know dlc yes. i think of like street fighter 6 i think of like a, a a skin i think of like little smaller things like that um to me this is going to be like a in my opinion 20 i could even see it 20 to 40 hours that's like what i tw said 20 40 right yeah yeah um and, and then that's fantastic right it has to be that big because again this game is any everything about this game is massive right it, it is huge mm -hmm. so for them to make a, a dlc uh, an expansion whatever you want to call it it has to be somewhat a meaty size and that that's what excites me because you're gonna get the quality of Elden ring probably better right because of they they they, they have better assets i'm sure now at this point they had uh, better time to kind of like add to the game and just kind of mm -hmm. like push things forward and so i can see this being maybe even better than Elden ring you know like in, in itself usually that happens right like big uh budget games they, they they make dlcs like this it ends up hopefully you want it to be better than the actual full-fledged game right and so i'm hoping that's what they're kind of leaning towards you know like the, uh, i think of destiny all the time right like destiny's expansions i call those expansions right those are better right arguably better than the the og original you know vanilla des destiny right it just keeps adding on to the to the game so yeah i think i think this is a little different because it's, it's it is a single player experience right so mm -hmm. well single mm -hmm. player there's multiplayer aspects to it but um i think first off from software is doing a phenomenal job with the pacing that they're doing with Elden Ring. They're treating with care. They're not trying to milk money out of you there. Remember the DLC uh, or the, they did another update with the Coliseum for PVP, yeah. like not in December. So like, they're like, it's free. It's like whatever, like people probably would have spent money on that. Yeah. If, but, uh, so let, let's talk about money. How much do you think this DLC will cost? Or are you just getting it? Are they gonna be like, here's the expansion? Have fun, no, go play. Yeah, I they're, think, they're they'll, I think they'll charge you. I think it's going to be like $40. You think 40 I think 40 Yeah. I think 40 because it's a good, it's a good like middle ground for what you're getting. I, I again, I assume you're going to get 20 to 40 hour length in, in this and you're going to get numerous bosses. You're going to get new weapons, new skins, like new, new, a lot, everything. Basically, you're going to get a lot of new yeah. stuff. So forty dollars seems like a right a right amount. I do remember Bloodborne DLC way back in the day, and that was awesome. I think it was like five or six new bosses, and that I feel like that one was small compared to what it, I agree, software yeah. does. Well, it's much more lean, linear, right? Obviously, you're like they they didn't get to the open world aspect to it until this last yeah. year, I should say. So, um, I'm excited, man. This is this is fun. It's exciting because I. I, you know, my story with Elden Ring, like I, I love the game, but I, I, I did have to like really trot my way through. I was just like, kind of like dragging my feet a little bit. I'm just like, holy shit, I am getting my ass beat. Meanwhile, you're over here just like, eh, la, la, la. like, I'm just like, oh, I'm just fucking, you know, just killing these bosses. It's no big deal. Um, So I'm interested to know what you think about this, because does, does this get you as excited as the original game? Or are you just like, whatever, I'm in, doesn't matter. Um, I think I'm, I don't want to say I'm nervous. I'm, I'm more of like the hype is just so crazy. Like I know as soon as this drops, everyone's going to be playing it. Yeah. And then I'm like, I want to be like playing it with, with everyone. I don't want to be left behind, not playing it. And like, the, like, I, I don't want that feeling. I want to be like, I want to experience everything and I'm going to be in it and everyone's gonna be talking about it. So it it's, 
it's so weird to be this excited for me at least at this age about a game now this is one of those games where i'm like yes let's go i can't wait to go back in and, and you're gonna be those people again like you were last time where you're just gonna keep playing that game until you finish it because you just want to finish it so you're just like trying to like beat it as fast as you can yeah i mean i'm, I'm one of those people that thought like maybe i go play elden ring again to get myself prepared for the dlc maybe i'll do that i don't know if i i don't know if i'd beat the game again mm. but because that was a lot that was a lot to go through what do you think i i'm i'm good man i mean i'm assuming they'll have you keep your same progress right like you're just going to continue from what you've already yeah had. yeah so that's that's i guess that's a good question is like do you want to go in the same progress you did or do you want to start fresh and go right. into a, a different and because you're going to go into dlc and you'll be like like a like a freaking newborn deer like freaking right on its right. legs like trying to figure out how to play again on the new dlc so i think i will go back to elden ring before the dlc pops in just so i can be prepared for it my other question to you rob um the tweet says currently in development which i mean red flag there says we're we're not getting this anytime soon. Yeah. Right? So I think you're on the same page as me when I say we're not getting this this year, right? You don't think, at least? Latest December. Okay, so you think possibly this year. It would be at the end unless they do a surprise, but uh I would say either December or probably early next year, like you Q one, I would say. Okay. February, I think. I would like to for it to release kind of like how Bloodborne released like next year, February around there. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you also got to remember from software's working on um, Armored Core 6. So do you think we'll see Armored Core 6 this year? I think they had a, a 2023 um, launch window. Like, yeah, like a window on the uh, trailer that they showed back in E3. Um, you think so we're going to get that first? Or do you think we're going to get the Elden Ring DLC first and then Armored Core? I'm excited for Armored Core only because I I like that. I mean, I, I played the originals back in the day. I had no idea it was from software, right? This, this is a completely different from software that is making exactly. this, right? And so I like to see how Armored Core 6 um, improves and changes from what from software has what learned was. and what it, from what it was, right? Because they've, they've gained this, like, this pedestal. Now they're in this pedestal of like from software games mean something right the the dark souls uh, the bloodborne so it's like a cd um, project red it's like a like exactly poke, like you know like uh what's naughty dog like that kind of it's, it's like that kind of mm -hmm. thing and so i i'm just excited for armor core 6 now you know but i think i'll i think we're gonna get that before this dlc i don't know why i just feel like we will i'm on the opposite camp i, I i'll switch it i think elden ring dlc before armor core mm -hmm. because it's already, the game's already kind of already the assets already there like it's, that's true they yeah. just have to add more shit so that's true that's true um plus there's probably things that they didn't add into the original game that they kind of they, they cut add add now yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah so we shall see i'm gonna play devil's advocate do you think people would pay 60 dollars for this dlc 100 percent. yeah this could be <laughs> so, a full-fledged game again again yeah. i'm telling you people will pay 80 bucks they're like yeah okay cool inject into my veins give me it give me it i don't care yep. and i think it's gonna be massive dude it's gonna be another it's again. It's going to be treated like another release, like a like a Elden Ring 1.5. Yep. yep, yep. And I'm I'm here for it, man. So, yep. uh, let's. Uh, that's enough about Elden Ring. Let's move on to our next piece of news. The E3 
Expo website is up. So this is basically not not super big, but I know we were talking about E3 and there's not going to be Sony, Microsoft or Nintendo there. So it's like, well, what the hell is going to be there? Um, so I kind of wanted to take this time just to go with you and just kind of explore the website and see what we can kind of speculate with it. So I'll pull up the website on my end here. Okay. Um, now, let, let's start off first. Are you excited for E3 this year? Like even no. a little bit or not at all? Like you're just like, it's, it's No, not. I feel like it's going to just be annoying because it's going to kind of be similar with Summer Game Fest. And I'm just like, there's just going to be too much stuff going on. And I'm just like, I, I'd rather have a clean, concise place to to look at all the things that are being announced. And I feel like there's going to be too many places to like, too many things announced at the same time. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't like that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this a little bigger. Can you guys see, can you see that? Okay. So the expo is from June 11th to June uh, 16th at the Los Angeles Convention Center, which it usually is always held. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of things. It says uh, it has a little countdown on the website um, you can go to. And then I would say the most important thing here is you can buy tickets. So if I go to buy tickets... It asked me if I'm an industry or I'm a gamer. So let's say I'm a gamer, right? I'm just gamers. I hit learn more. And it tells me to get ready for the E3 experience. We have, uh, there's a digital showcases. There's in-person showcases, in-person demos. And it just says coming soon. And when I try and click coming soon, nothing happens. So very, very bare bones. It says to buy tickets, but I can't even buy tickets. So that's kind of weird, right? Like, why would you have that button enabled to buy tickets if the tickets are not up? I yet? mean, we, we're still very far out. Not we're hundred. We're we're, we're 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 getting we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I I would assume they they just leave that as like a kind of like a placeholder type of thing, and then it's similar to like other conventions, right? It's like oh, right. you know, packs for example, buy your tickets, and it, nothing's available yet, you know. Yeah, and then they also have an industry days where it's for ex exhibitors, new format, new setup, meeting provider, get your pass. So if you actually hit get your pass, you can actually, you go through a form. You can't see it right now. I don't know why I didn't, I didn't go through it, but another form popped up for me to like be like, get your, your basically if you're in industry, get your pass, you could get in here. So mm. very similar to how it was for packs. Um, is there any news on who's going to be there? Because we know Ubisoft is going to be there. Um they they kind of confirmed that they they would be there if if E three is 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 happening this year, which we all know it is. Um, but that's like the only like big company that I feel like is gonna be there, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, we can go ahead and see like who is going schedule at a glance. We hit learn more, and the only thing they show so they're doing it a little weird. They're doing mm. it like half half physical, half digital. Well, mostly digital. Um, the whole entire week is going to be digital. Um, and then there's only one, two, three for business. And then one, two, three, one, two days for gamer days. So they definitely are changing the format of how E3 is being run. So they're really dividing up the days now, mm -hmm. um, as mm -hmm. to like who can go in and try demos. All right. Well, the, uh, the actual, developers can go in and talk to everyone else. And then digital week is, I think all for the media, like the news outlets to like, right, right. so I think looking at this, there's going to be a ton of information being shown at E3. 
it's not going to be like the the big you know the big guys that we know but there will be a ton a ton of new games coming out and being shown out of e3 so again looking at this website looking at all this stuff does this get you a little more pumped for e3 does it does it does it do anything for you or you're kind of like it i don't i don't know if it's it actually makes me a little bit more nervous (laughs) honestly i'm like who what like what is what is the point of e3 now like again we've we've beaten a dead horse at this point right where now companies have the 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 ability to make their own conference on the spot whenever they want and decide when they want to do it and so what is e3 doing different or what is e3 trying to bring in come june to like really bring people together and really bring the hype right because that, that that's really what all this is it's a spectacle like you say right it needs to be like we're doing this we're, we're bringing you this we're bringing you these games like ubisoft's gonna be here ea is gonna be here and they're showing this this and that like i need to see what they're showing and, I, and maybe we're a little bit far out for them to do that but i just want to to i just want that comfort of like yeah we're okay don't worry like we got your back you know what i mean because i i feel like right now i'm so disconnected with e3 and i'm just more interested in what sony's gonna do with their state of plays or what microsoft's gonna do with their directs Mm -hmm. um or what you know what i mean like i i like those now because that's just the the way the gaming industry has pivoted and so what e3 needs to do is find a way to like really bring us back and to get those moments of like hey rob let's watch e3 together or like hey come over to my house drive two hours you know and like let's let's sit down and watch yeah Yeah. and and compare who won like who won e3 you know um yeah it's a different time now i definitely think it's 100 percent a shell of a torn self um but they just need to learn how to adapt to the new digital age of mm-hmm. way we do things now and, and give people, like you said, a reason to attend the show and, and, you know, tune in. So, um, yeah, that's it for free three. And, and the, the websites wanted to kind of go through that and see your thoughts. So, yeah, well, we have another news topic. Pokemon day was this past week and it was Pokemon prevents. We had a, we're getting our first wave of Pokemon DLC, Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Violet DLC. Um, there's two DLCs. One's coming in November and one's coming in fall. Uh, the hidden treasure of Aresia will be separated into two parts and will let you encounter a new Pokemon. Part one is called a Teal Mask, arriving first, taking place in a school field trip in a land of Kitakami. So you'll actually be going to a new location uh, outside of uh, Paldea. Mm-hmm. Uh, part two is called the Indigo Disc and is slated to arrive before the end of winter 2023 where players will visit Blueberry Academy. I wish I was making that up, but I'm not. Weird. I wish I was going to Blueberry Academy. That sounds Me too. Cool. I wish it sounds great. It sounds like it's not hard at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what's interesting is that although it's split into two parts, both stories will eventually link up into one narrative. I do like that. I do like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um But does that mean that you have to play both of them to like... It'll probably be a pass. You buy a pass and you get access to both. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think it's what they did last time. So uh, pretty cool stuff. And while we wait for those DLCs to come out, uh, there is a terror raid available. um, that You can go do if you have Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Violet. 
uh, you'll be able to get new Paradox Pokemon uh, called Walking Wake, which is basically a prehistoric form of Suicune, the legendary. Mm -hmm. And Violet players will get uh, Iron Leaves, which is a future form of Verizion, I think the Pokemon name is. Um, So, yeah, Kel, what did you think of Pokemon Presents? What did you think of this DLC? Uh, Did it do anything for you? Um, it didn't really do much. Hang on. I think this is loud. Hang on. Um, no, it didn't really do anything. Um, I, here's the thing. I, I didn't beat Pokemon Scarlet yeah. yet. Right. So it definitely didn't do anything for me. However, as a, as a Pokemon presentation in general, I was a little, I, I think for the most part, everyone was kind of disappointed. Right. Mm-hmm. They didn't really show a lot of things that we were kind of hoping for. Again, we, me and Nick, uh, Nick and I spoke about this last week, and some of our things were kind of true. Like we, we kind of got some of the things. Like I, I was kind of pushing more for like an anime to like really be shown here, and and we did, we got an anime, but not the anime that I was kind of like really hoping for. Um, so I mean, it's fine, whatever. Uh, but as far as the DLC goes, I think. <sighs> It was expected. Like we knew a DLC pack was gonna come. I'm just curious as to like why so far away. You know, fall and winter of this year seems really far off. At least for a game that already came out months ago, right? And I feel like I mean people are gonna gobble this up as regardless, right? When it yeah, comes yeah, out, yeah. but of course, of course, it just seems odd for them to like release it so far away. And I don't know. I don't know what their strategy is as far as that goes, but it just seems kind of weird. I honestly, the Pokemon DLCs are fine. We've had them for a couple of years now. Um, I kind of want to talk about that, right? Is how, I guess the DLCs were born. I I guess, when did we start getting DLCs for this Pokemon game? Did it start with Sword Sword and Shield? Shield? Yeah. Yeah, so it started with Sword and Shield, where previously we would would get like a whole new game sometimes. Mm -hmm. If you remember back in the day, the DLC was Pokemon Yellow version, if you didn't think about it, Emerald right. version, Platinum version, uh, Pokemon Black 2. Like Those right. are basically the DLCs of Pokemon of, 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 you know, of yesteryear. I, I, I kind of miss that the Pokemon game that you got was the Pokemon game you got, and it felt more complete. Right, um, where I feel like now when you play a, a Pokemon game, like especially Sword and Shield, you're like, well, I know there's a DLC coming, and that's a complete experience because you know you're not getting the complete experience right now, which is kind of right. shitty. I think that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, this is just how the Pokemon Company are are kind of doing their thing now. You know. Um, it's weird because like you're saying, oh, well, we used to get Pokemon like more like new new Pokemon. Right. But it, it, it's kind of like, well, we we've also been complaining that they've been releasing games way too often. Right. And so is this a better alternative or they're just kind of doing DLC instead? I don't know. I, I think yeah. it's fine. It just depends on what you're looking for. You know what I mean? That's true, because I guess the games were also shorter. So. If you look at Pokemon Emerald, Pokemon Platinum, they're the same games with very minor differences, you know, with mm-hmm. a little bit of the story. So, like, you couldn't really do that with today's games, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had, like, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm just, it's not, it's, this is not for me. Um, I'm a little disappointed with Scarlet and Violet. I mean, I'll, I'll try it again, pick it up again and see. Um, I think they've released a patch, but I don't think it's helping anything as far as like bug fixes or anything like that. So that's disappointing. I thought we would have for sure saw like a little deep dive of like, hey, we're releasing a patch and this is what, you know, it fixes this, this and that. Like, I thought that would have been kind of nice to see. Um, and then they kind of started going off on things that we don't care about or like, or we ask ourselves like, who is this for, right? Like Pokemon Sleep was a thing that they announced years ago. Mm. They finally brought it back. Here it is now. And I'm like, I still don't know why this is a thing, but it's a thing. And so it's just weird. Because, like, again, it's Pokemon Day, right? So they're just announcing stuff that are Pokemon related. Like, you don't really know why this is there, but it's there. And it's it, it's just like a, a mixed bag of things. Like, we, I was hoping for something along the lines of, like, the remake, like how Nick was saying, right? Like, you get, like, a remake of one of the previous games or show something along the lines of, like, what Nintendo was showing on the Direct with the uh, Pokemon Online. Um, I'm sorry, the uh, um, Nintendo Switch Online um, having... Um, uh, what's it called? Pokemon Coliseum and, and all stuff like that. Like, give us a little bit more context about that, but nothing was shown. So, I'm like... It's a bummer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, people really wanted the old Pokemon games and a new Game Boy um, emulators. Like they wanted Pokemon Red, Pokemon. They they wanted Pokemon Blue. Like people wanted they all people wanted remakes too. They wanted a mm. gold and silver remake, and they wanted a uh, a black and white mm. remake. Yeah, we didn't get yeah. that. So um, I, I think they'll do the remakes. I think they learned a lot from Brilliant Diamond and, and Shining Pearl, like how to not do the remakes because people were like, "That sucks. Yeah, don't do don't that." Do that. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish they they go towards like again. Nick said it perfectly, going towards like the the Pokemon um, Let's Go Pikachu EV kind of style. I like that style. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was different. It was different it's enough, different. and if it, it, it switched it up, I, I imagine you actually beat it, right? I, I eventually did. Yeah, but it took me forever. But it wasn't anything like groundbreaking. So I, I just like, all right, I beat it. On to the next game, you know. Yeah, I, and I think, like I said, we people are kind of yearning. At least for us, we're yearning for to play those old Pokemon games again because they're we just we just we just like nostalgia. We just like those things, and we didn't really want necessarily more of this because we kind of already played a lot of that already. We're, 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 I got I got the gist of it. Um, right. While we're on the subject of Pokemon, oh shit! I found the SP. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna give you some guys some. Uh, history lessons wow, here so we got the old that, sp dude. this is uh, let me tell you this thing what a, is what like, a machine it's it's Compact. like 20 years old at this point i don't know how, how old it was this is the year on this 2002 so wow, 21 dude. years old right here this machine it still feels fantastic like the weight the like the qual the buttons all still work there's no like there's nothing and listen this thing hasn't been charged in forever it still works shut ready? the fuck up okay, I got the camera. get out ready ready hold on no fucking <laughs> boots right up bro boots Dude. right up i love that it has again this is what revolutionized handheld gaming right it has the light in the middle right you click on it kind of weird right like why do you need to not have the light like i feel like it should just be a default thing but like that this for kids if you don't know if you're not if you're listening right now rob has the 
prehistoric but also game changing like sp right now and for those that don't know that was the game changer because this allowed us to actually see and play at night because it had a light uh backup light screen and before back in the day we would use these little freaking uh what would you call them like a little antenna light looking thing that you would attach to yep, your game yep. boy yep. and that's it's how right, we would right be there. able to play at night. Port. it so still has it. it yeah yep. yeah so Crazy. yeah i mean but to me, this was dumb because, like, if you click this middle light, you can't see shit. You can't, you can't see, like, how am like, I playing with just that? Just keep it default. Like, just yeah. have a backlight, you know, and you're good. Exactly. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, this to me is, this made me it's happy. crazy it still works, dude. That it's just, uh, I, I was just, like, kind of, like, looking at this I'm like, that was, it was a good experience. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But, like you can't this is just you can't recreate this you can't do it because this fits in your pocket this literally fits in your pocket it's just like boop done what i hate about this though there's no headphone jack that pisses me off damn it yeah no bluetooth obviously that wasn't the the age of the bluetooths (laughs) you had to like get like a a special connection so um yeah i love this thing it's i think this is the greatest handheld ever made in my opinion but I, i agree man i think that's a phenomenal um piece of hardware there yeah, it is cool, man. Like, John, I think you're, you're our same age and you you appreciate it too, just like us, uh, where um, we're showing our age right now with, with like, we're just reminiscing about that thing. So, yeah. Um, a little off topic real quick. Yeah. Uh, Take It Easy Journal also says, oh, hey, guys, I was just taken in here after watching a four-hour-long Destiny 2 recap. Destiny 2, man, I, I keep seeing these things and I'm like, I kind of want to go back. And we talked about it a little bit on the Discord. If you guys are not in our Discord, definitely come in, join us. Uh, we you have great conversation. We just have fun. Um, but also on Twitter, I'm seeing a lot of stuff. Obviously, uh, the new expansion came out. And so everyone's talking about it. But I'm just like, man, I really kind of slightly want to go back. It's tickling you a little bit, right? It's, it's tickling like, me, dude. It's tickling yeah. me. My boy from um, was was talking to me. And he's like, dude, he's like, you got to play Destiny. He's like, that's I'm what gonna send I get you. every like, time, dude. I'm going to send you a video and it's going to make you want to play. And it's free. It's free to play. So like, even right. if like, so like, do we just download it and play? Some Here's Destiny? the thing. We don't have Call of Duty anymore. We gave that, we gave that up completely. Right. What? Why not? I guess. Right. Why do you want to go loot, find some guns and like, we're starting from scratch. We're starting like little babies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why not? Yeah, we should do it. Yeah, we should. We should. I say we Destiny. do it, man. Try it and see it and, and see what we get. And, you know, I think it's a different experience now. Again, it's free. Why not? So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll give you guys an update if we do end up playing. Just goes to show you how good Bungie is. They still yeah, got man. it. They still got it, man. Like, look at their multiplayer game and look at Halo now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. Destiny's still going. It's still yep. going. People are excited to play it. So that just goes to show you, like, they're what made halo it's it's them like they are they're the they're the, they're the goats jono send us a, a link of the video that you watched uh i'm interested to see and it's and, a four hour it. long destiny recap i'm not gonna watch the whole thing but i yeah. kind of want to see clips of it and see what what what's different what's what's happening you know anyways let's don't send it to rob to... he clearly doesn't want to watch it <laughs> <laughs> um Final Fantasy 16, we got some hands-on impressions from uh, from Sony. Sony was able to get hands-on with Final Fantasy 16 and had interviewed the development team. This is actually pretty awesome. There's some key takeaways about Final Fantasy 16. 
There are a ton of major creators behind the game, like big names, including this one. This is a news piece for me. Uh, right. I'm going to spell his name wrong. I'm going to say his name wrong. Ryota Suzuki, the dev behind Devil May Cry's 5 combat system. So he's leading the combat department in this game. So I'm just like, holy shit, man. Like, this could be. Well, like well, we knew that. We knew we, that, we, but it, it's just nice to see that all the time. Every time right. we, we, we hear about this game, knowing that the combat is going to be very similar to uh, DMC5 is like just like, ah, oh, like I, I want to play this game even more now. And you're going to be facing off against Econs, which are basically Final Fantasy 16's version of Summons. Like that's, they just, for whatever reason, every Final Fantasy game, they call them a different name. I don't know why. They just, mm-hmm. they're the summons. They're summons forever for me. Um, and they will be larger than life boss fights. So again, there's a Devil May Cry element where you're fighting against these big giant bosses and you're like flashy and it's not like, they're not just summons. They're, they're You're actually going to be like fighting them in their face. And um, yeah, uh, this one I thought was an interesting piece. There is not going to be a difficulty setting in this game. There's no normal, easy, hard. It is actually just two options. It is action-focused and story-focused. The major difference is that if you pick the story-focused one, you'll get access to accessories in-game that will basically make the game easier for you. So make it more forgiving. Uh, I think one of the accessories give you, lets you heal a lot more, um, recover man, something like that, right? So, right. Um, that's in a sense the easier mode in a sense, but it doesn't necessarily change the game that much. So, right. The game will offer new game plus right off the jump. Well, we have to beat the game first, and then you'll get the new game plus, uh, which will make the game harder. You are only going to play as Clive, the main protagonist in the game. You mm-hmm. will have a supporting character or supporting cast and their stories will be pivotal to the game and you'll interact with them. Um, but you're only playing as Clive, which is kind of, kind of, kind of, I'm kind of mixed about that one. We'll talk really? about it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the game will take advantage of the PS5 SSD. So transitions will be seamless and it will make use of the dual sense haptic feedback are you pumped i am incredibly pumped dude like this to me reinvigorates the 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 hype for this game um i'm glad that they 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 have like this massive like preview for for a lot of the the media and so we get to see a good hands-on of like what this game has to offer and like you you're seeing like the games like committed to that like dark like gritty but also like flashy look to um to the game um which i love i I love that they're kind of like full-blown like they're just committed to like yeah let's just be dark let's just be goth and just like yeah like gritty and, and and just like like own it you know what i mean let's just like own it um, the accessibility things that you were talking about as far as like having like a little easier settings um, with the five rings. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's smart to do instead of like having like a hard, easy, medium. Yes, um, yes. That's cool. I think that's cool. Um, the icons, I think you were mentioning. Icons? Are, yeah, yeah. I, I, think think it's cool. I think it's how you say it. I don't remember how to say it. Icons. Um, I, those are like, colossal battles like like that's just like another layer to the combat system which by the way the combat system is gonna it's what's it's gonna really push this game i think the 
the game is going to excel in many aspects, but I think the combat is going to be like right up there because of how much time and effort and just looking at how the combat looks. Obviously, that we talked about Devil May Cry 5 creator is behind this or, or not the creator, the the combat specialist lead. or whoever yeah. lead. Thank you. They're on this and it just looks so good. Like it's so, so flashy. Like it, it just looks exciting to play it's like a final just like, fantasy game it looks like you're playing like an like an anime is essentially what, it looks what, like an anime it looks like you're playing devil may cry with a final fantasy skin and i'm just like yes everything about this screams yes i'm more hyped than i was three days ago <laughs> i'm so hyped i might get the special edition which is like 350 dollars <laughs> i'm not because that hyped <laughs> what happens if i like play this game I'm like yep i love this. this is my favorite game now this is my favorite game and then i don't get it i'm gonna be like i'm a big fan um <laughs> it, it could it could i i let's 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 take it back here for a sec okay let's wind back yes let's wind back because i know we're we're, we're excited about this game yes yes with final fantasy 7 remake 2 coming out part two um we just had crisis core come out like not too long ago yeah um final fantasy let's let's go back to final fantasy 15 as well this is a huge difference from final fantasy 15 from final fantasy 7 remake Mm-hmm. They're completely changing up the combat. Where Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy XV's uh, combat system was more action RPG-ish, right? I don't know if you remember it, but it was a little on, like, it wasn't as fast-paced as this. But no, they were kind of leading in that direction, right? They were trying to be a little more, more. I don't want to say Kingdom Heartsy, but they were trying to be a little more Kingdom Heartsy with it, and right, right. Um, but if it, it could it did feel clunky at times. Mm-hmm. Again, right. we played the the vanilla version, right? I was told upon like updating it and all that stuff throughout the years, it was much better. Yes. Content wise and, and gameplay wise. And then we have Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is like slow and fast at the same time. I, I wouldn't call it clunky because it's not clunky. It's just different. It's like a mix of traditional rpg and action rpg right? i would put it more on the slower side i i and personally i don't know yeah like I, it's slower think, than final fantasy 15 right yes it was slower than final fantasy 15 I, yeah so this is completely taking off the brakes just like go just go just just, just do commandment just, i don't care <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm curious to see how final fantasy handles that when it just becomes a full-blown action game versus an rpg now like is this an rpg or is this an action game rpg now it's such a loose term any every game i feel like it has rpg elements right and so will this be considered an rpg yes obviously i think this is going to be it's going to have your spells like i think ign mentioned as well that there are skill trees and stuff like that skill trees you have spells that is the core that is the essence of an rpg so theoretically yes this is an rpg will it have the full-blown like hardcore rpg um elements that we've had in previous final fantasy games only time can tell i think they're leaning more towards the the action oriented style um obviously we've seen that in final fantasy 15 and so that's kind of like what they're pushing for with final fantasy 7 and and you know moving forward so it's gonna have a balance of both right um one thing i want to point out that I, I was reading an article i don't know if it was ign or if it was vgc but they mentioned how final fantasy 15 sold over 10 million copies 
which is okay. I I, I thought it would have sold much better because again, Final Fantasy 15, 15, 15, right? 15 yeah. yes. I thought it would have sold much better better than that, and I just thought you know it, it had more weight to it. Um, do you think this will pa- like surpass Final Fantasy fifteen? And do you think this is going to be like now the staple of what Final Fantasy? Obviously, Final Fantasy seven is like you know the grandfather of all. But do you think this one's going to be like up there? You know. Um, yeah, so I think Final Fantasy VII, you have to kind of take it out of the equation because that's kind of in its own category because it's that's a, that's more of like a nostalgia thing that's like a catering to the the you know the older fans and, and sure, that kind of thing. Sure. So like no matter what, people are gonna buy that because they're like, I want to experience that again, whatever. Final Fantasy fifteen and Final Fantasy thirteen have been kind of like the bastard children of I feel like a Final Fantasy. Um because you remember there was that whole thing with versus mm-hmm. remember that when 13 was first coming out there was versus oh, yeah. 13 but versus 13 ended up being final fantasy 15 yeah so i think final fantasy 15 suffered because of that because it was kind of like the split between 13 is actually a much older game than it, than it was when it when it came out um and then some of it was like kingdom hearts like some of it was using kingdom hearts i guess i don't know um this one has like completely separate from that that is out of the equation this is a complete new game from the ground up so i think this one has the potential to be like one of the best final fantasies in the series it really can it it really has a potential to be that they just have to make sure they ship a complete game yes which i think they have learned from 15 that that's not the way to go um, oh my god, it's like five parts of 15 now. <laughs> right. And so not only I, was 15 also multiplat? Yeah. Right, cuz I don't remember it being it's on Xbox to now. It's on it's on a bunch of shit now, yeah. Yeah. So again, 10 million doesn't sound that much no. for a multiplat game. Um I I'd be surprised if Final Fantasy um 16 beats or surpasses that in a in a more timely fashion. Do you think it'll again, be a 7 remake? No. Like no, I'm What's saying the what, what, how, how much sales wise, huh? Sales wise, Sale, sales wise. Uh, I don't know how much Final Fantasy VII remake. I think a little bit more than Final Fantasy XV, which is crazy because it's exclusive to PS5 and PS4. I think PS4 and PS5, right? I don't know. Can if it's coming out for, I think it's just PS5. It's just PS5. Yeah, I think wild. it's just. I think it's just. It's the. First, it's like they don't. Get, they're just so, PS5. Yeah. So pull up the the sale figures for for seven remake and see because if it's more than fifteen, that's wild one and two. I can I can see sixteen doing gangbusters as well. Yeah, if that's the case. So okay, it doesn't give me the PS five, but it said. Final Fantasy VII Remake became one of the fastest-selling PlayStation 4 games, selling more than 3.5 million copies within three days of it coming out, and then over 5 million by August 2020. That's the PS4 version. That's the PS4 version. Uh, PS5, well, it it, it came out originally on PS4, and then they upgraded you to the PS5 version. It technically never had a PS5 version. Yeah, so maybe it's like in the eight million or something. I don't know. Regardless, I think it's it's gonna surpass fifteen at some point because that's just 
it's going to. Um, yeah, but 16 is definitely going to be monumental. I think it's going to be one of the biggest flagship Final Fantasy games to date. I think I, I I just can see it because of how much care they're putting into this title. Again, we, we already spoke spoke about it in the rapid fire where they're just focusing on the PS5 version for now, mm -hmm. and they're they're optimizing it later for the PC because they want to just focus on the PS5 version and making the best possible game that they can, possibly can. So, yeah, I I honestly think this is gonna. And then it, it, again, with the previews that we're, we're seeing, everyone's raving about it. Everyone's talking highly about it they can't miss they really can't miss at this point this game is coming out in june couple months like it's done you know what i mean and there's it's nothing done. really to compete with it like it's 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 good it's gonna be like this is the game that everyone's gonna get even even people that are not like really into final fantasy i feel like are gonna go into this game and play this game 100 right. right and then the game we know for sure it's like roughly 30 hours or so which is pretty good but if you want to do all the full-fledged like content it's gonna be like around 70 hours again perfect perfect length for for final fantasy depending on what you're looking for yeah dude this is i am right there with onyx from the res uh, the gaming resume like he is super hyped i am literally up there with him now as far as like let's fucking go like this game all right maybe, maybe we're pre-ordering the special edition i don't know man we'll see all let's right, see let's imagine i pre-order that thing in a game that's like a five no <laughs> no way dude there's no way this game gets anything lower than like an eight. Oh, i just and you know what's awesome about final fantasy 16 coming out you know what you know what comes out a month before it a month before it i'll give you a hint um, dead space no duh, um death stranding what is that no in may it's... there's a big game coming out oh god come on dude what do you, what do you, what is this? The teardrops? What does that hey, mean? Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Oh, uh, oh, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda Tears oh, of the Kingdom. Damn. That's why it's a Tears Oh, shit. Yeah. So we get Tears of the Kingdom and then we get Final Fantasy 16. Oh, nice, That's going to be, no, this, this first half of, of 2023 is insane. Just, like, just, I don't. I don't know what's what what we're doing, dude. Like, there. This is the point now where you have to pick and choose what you have to play. Like, you can't like just say, "Oh, I'm gonna play this game next and this game next." Like, no. There's so many games out there that you can play right now, and there's so many games that are coming soon in the foreseeable future that you're you have to like pick and choose what to play now. Which is it sucks, but it's it's also a good thing to have. Resident Evil Four remake coming out April. Yep. Then, then uh. Zelda and then this we are eating good like, we just have to get through good. March we just have to get through March and we're eating good we're, March we're isn't just... that bad either I thought I thought there was something coming out in March I don't remember I don't, I don't know what's coming out in March but yeah. anyways um, yeah I'm excited for this game I'll let you guys know if I ended up pre-ordering that special edition because it looks badass as hell there's a badass statue with it there's a really badass statue with that thing so <sighs> you say statue I kind of want it it's, a, it's an actual statue too it's like oh um, before we move on, what do you, you were gonna mention about Clive being like your your only party member? Like, what do you think about that? Like, why why is that? Um, I I liked being able to switch through different cast members of the Final Fantasy crew. I think that's cool. I think that's a nice feature. I think I, maybe because I got used to remake and remake lets you go through play as every single uh, party member. Remember how you play as Yuffie? You get to play as you know everyone. Um, so I and they do such a good job with their characters that it's kind of like sad. Like you might have like this really cool member on your team, but you like can't use them like mm. make them playable that's like sure. my only that's my only thing and i'm like kind of wish i could be able to like cycle through them but i think they're gonna make clive 
fantastic. They're going to be a huge move set. Again, it's going to be like Devil May Cry where like you just play as one character, but they can do like pretty much anything. And I think of like Sora, right? You just play as him the entire game and you're fine with it. So I'll get over I'm it. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I think the the switching around like in Final Fantasy VII, it's cool. It's fine for a little bit, but I, I'm... I, I rather, like I just want to be Cloud. Like, at the end of the day, Cloud is obviously the main character that you want to be with and we want to play as. I feel like Clive is going to be the same way where I just want to be Clive, like he's cool. I think that the dark tone that they they are kind of going with this game makes me just love where like the direction that they're taking it. And so me being Clive and just seeing him progress through cuz as we know, this game is going to take place like several years it's going to be like we're going to see it's clive in his 20s and yeah. his 30s possibly in his 40s i think and so i think that's what they're focusing on they're focusing on him as a character alone so that you can kind of like grow into him or grow as grow with the him. character yeah. is growing exactly yeah i'm excited for it and uh stay tuned for more information i'm excited dude i'm before we head excited. out man let's let's do our in-game chat and it's a quick one tonight um my question to you kel for in-game chat is are games better when they have singular DLCs? So just like we talked about with Pokemon, where it has a DLC, um, mm-hmm. or Elden Ring, where it has an expansion. Are is that better than a game as a service? So let's look at now Halo Infinite, where it has a season pass. We look at Fortnite season pass. We look at Call of Duty season pass um, instead of these like big DLCs or expansions. Um, do you do you personally think that DLCs are better in your opinion? Or are you kind of like, um, I hate to say this, but it, it just depends. Like not every game can be a game as a service, right? I feel that, like, that is, that is, yes. Every game can technically have DLC in some aspects, right? So short answer, I think DLC might be a better alternative than game as a service because the way the way i'm seeing game as a service right now and don't get me wrong i think that's what we're obviously pushing towards like game as a service is everywhere now right you have the likes of destiny uh, bungie with destiny you have the likes of epic with fortnite all those stuff right apex like all of these games now are kind of like game as a service at this point but i think the way they provide the content it really depends on how they provide it if you're getting that drip feed kind of like content where you're just like getting little things here and there and you're just like consuming that so much that you're not really getting enough it, it kind of makes game as a service um frustrating sometimes to gamers and just like you're just spending money you're spending more money if anything towards the service as opposed to the game itself right um like you, you spent at some points players have spent way more money on the game itself than the game as a service. And now that's why they do it for free, right? That's why most of them are like free game as a service. And then you're just kind of spending money as you go. Um, but I think that's just where the industry is going towards, right? Whereas DLC, for example, I like the, I like the mindset of like, Hey, final fantasy thing, for example, right? You could buy the full game, you know, what is it? 70 bucks now. Right. But if you want the, if you want the DLC, if you want the extra content, if you want the statue, you can spend, you know, a premium price, but you're getting the full game, right? You're getting the full game regardless, but if you want the extra stuff, you can spend a little bit more. So it, it it's not a real like firm answer. I think it's whatever you're looking for. 
me personally, I think DLC is a better way to kind of go as long as you're not like over, as long as you're not putting the content behind a paywall that could have, that should have been in the game, right? Um, if you think of Metal Gear Solid 5, for example, and if they added chapter, was it chapter four that was completely like five. missing or something? Five, five. or six, yeah. yeah. Um, if they added that and then added like a paywall and say, hey, you can get this for like 30 bucks, that's a problem. Right. But if the developers are doing it right, where they're giving you the full game and then, you know, later down the line, they're like, hey, you can get this extra content if you want. You can get skins. You can get another like level or something for 20 bucks. Like, why not? Like, that's that's just more incentive for the players to play the game again. You know? Yeah. No, I think you hit the nail on the head pretty much on everything there. Um, I, I, I don't like when DLCs. I think DLCs or expansions should be supplemental versus yeah. crucial to your, like in order for you to experience the game fully and get the right, the the true story or the true, the, the, the complete game, you have to buy the mm-hmm. DLC. I, I don't like that. Um, right. I'll give you a good example of one. Kingdom Hearts 3. I disliked that you had to get the DLC to basically experience the true version of the ending in the game. I thought that was kind of a little cheap to do that. Yeah, I I see. Yes. The the, the DLC itself was good. Like the expansion was great Mm -hmm. and it was cool, but I didn't like that. They were like, you need to get this DLC if you want to experience the way the game should have ended. Um, Which to me tells me that what we got wasn't the true well, game. what they added wasn't a shift in how the game ended. It was just adding parts of the story that you didn't necessarily see when things were happening. Yeah, but they so also added s- they added so much more to that ending that you just didn't see it in the original ending, which I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you, you made me pay 40 bucks to actually see the, tr- the real, real, real ending and, like, to get the really, like, good, like, after credit stuff. And yeah. Yeah, I'm just, whereas something like Final Fantasy VII Retrograde or Integrade, you played as Yuffie, but it's a story that's happening alongside what was originally happening. So if you went and you never played Integrade, you're fine to go into Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 because you you didn't need, it wasn't a crucial part to the end game, to the story. So that's that's like my biggest crap about DLCs when they be they need to be supplemental to the game. So was Kingdom Hearts DLC were they literally adding story elements that if you didn't buy the DLC you would be completely lost? Yes. I don't remember. It's you been a while. Go rewatch it. Go go play it again. Go go rewatch. Because I remember like the Mickey Mouse scene, for example, right? That epic, crazy Mickey Mouse Mickey Mouse fight. That's not necessarily like story that you need. It's just what what was happening in the midst of what you were doing in the game, right? In in, in the original version, but it was just an extra stuff that was happening. Does that make sense? Yeah, but like they added. I, again, I don't want to spoil it, but like the yours of stuff at the it's end, like <laughs> you could you could, I mean, yeah. It's, but it's, like I'm they sure had no like a bunch of yours of stuff at the end of like Sora's not actually dead. He's actually in this other world right now. Like. They showed yeah, that. Yeah, okay. 
it's yeah. like it's like okay well, well if i play the if i just play the regular game like he's dead he died like <laughs> he's 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 gone somewhere uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta go back and listen because I yeah. remember the, in the old, the re- vanilla version. You see the end credit of Sora being in a different world, right? Like you see that in the original one. Yeah, but I think Don't they you? showed you how he got there in the oh, okay. DLC. The, okay. the DLC showed stuff that wasn't. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. The DLC showed shit that wasn't okay. in. I just remember more so the DLC of like just having a like it was like a boss run where you just have like a bunch of enemies that which again granted those should have been in the original game but now you get to fight all these like crazy like boss battles that everyone initially wanted to do in the in the original game yeah um that's how I remember it but yes I I, I agree to that extent. yeah but, but yes, like if, companies so yeah. if companies are doing that then then that's not that's not a good DLC. But companies like Elden Ring are doing it right. Final Fantasy yeah. VII Remake did it right. Like, make it appealing. Make it like that you're you, you don't necessarily need to get it, and you're not missing out if you don't get it. But like, make it enticing enough to be like, you should probably play this because this is gonna be great. We're gonna put we're not it's not it's not like a money grab because you know with Elden Ring it's not a money grab. You know for a fact that expansion not gonna be no. a money grab. That's gonna be like you're getting your money's worth out of that shit. Right. So and I last thing about that is games last of service. I think. A role model at this point, if you want to continue doing games as a service, is look at Destiny. They do a really good job the way they do it. They have expansions that feel fresh and new, but they also have the game live and you can do whatever you want. And it, it they just did a really like you're hyped. Like every time they come with a new expansion, you're like, I kind of want to go and play Destiny now, even though I've never yeah. I haven't played in like three years. So yeah. Yeah, man, they're, they're doing it right again. I think all those people that we mentioned, all those companies that we mentioned with Epic and Fortnite, uh, De- uh, Destiny Two, and then uh, Apex as well, they're they're all doing it right because they're giving you content that's worth your money, but also they're not shoving it in your face and they're not like making you pay for it to add some benefit, whether oh, it's story. Dude, yeah. whether oh, it's... sorry, <laughs> I take off like a COVID man. But but you're right, 100. Yeah. percent We didn't mention Call of Duty in this conversation because of that reason, right? Because I feel like they do weird game as a service stuff, where it's like everything's in a paywall, and you can you can definitely get it without paying anything. But you're gonna take 20 years to get anything, right? And then it it just doesn't feel. It, it feels dirty sometimes. I feel and like even it, when the you game, like log in, you're just greeted by like buy the shit, buy the shit, buy the buy shit, the buy shit, the shit. Buy I the hate shit. that. Oh, shit. there's like, an update by the way. Restart your game. Oh, there's another update. Restart your game. Um, it's just like annoying. You know, it's yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to log in. I don't want to see all these things that I can buy. Like, I just want to be like, here's the store if you want to check some things out. I don't. Here's want some to. shaders for you to download. Like, fuck off. You know, yeah. like I'm so tired. Tell, of Tell us how you really feel about Call of Duty. Jesus. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, this week's episode. Uh, go ahead and if you can, really, really important, go onto your favorite streaming service, Spotify, Apple. Just please just leave us a five-star review or not. I mean, if you think this is like a three-star podcast and just do that, it's fine. I, I Tell us how you feel. We'll you know? take it personal. Yeah. yeah. Let um, us know why. You know, yeah, let us know why first. Yeah, and then you could do that. But um, yeah, really important for us. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, if you are a podcast listener, we do record this show live um, on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. So do that and you can be part of the show. You know, you can interact with us and uh, it's a good time. And uh, that's pretty much it for what I have to say. Kelf, what about you? 
uh yeah man it's gonna be a good month um stay tuned for that uh again it's gonna be a crazy month actually yeah we got crazy crazy. um if you guys can definitely support our discord channel that would be great because again we we have a a lively discord channel there we have a lot of people that tune in and and talk to us and, and, and chat so definitely reach out to us there um the gaming duo obviously the gaming duo podcast um and and yeah man um just uh happy that you're back in and happy to keep making some some content you know oh yeah and uh again later this month we will be going to pax east so if you're going let us know we can meet up hang out you know let us know say hi say hi say yeah so all right guys thank you so much and i'm going to leave you with one little uh little soundbite here Oh, shoot, God.